0: You have come to a place where all sports matter, and some sports just matter more than others. This is the LTV Sportscast, and now your host, Leighton.
1: Welcome sports fans to another episode of the LTV Sportscast. First episode for 2021, so wishing you good health and green arrows all the way. As I would love to hear your feedback, guys, please make sure that you drop us an email to feedback at LatentTV.com. Email will be in the show notes as well as if you would like to be a guest on the show, drop me your deeds as well so I can make contact with you. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LTV underscore SportsCast and as well as on Instagram, just search for LTV SportsCast. Joining us uh, today, Andreas the man killer after a great December back into the show. How's it going, man?
0: Yeah, good evening, listeners. Um, Crazy fantasy league week coming up game week 18. I think this is probably going to be the most important um, game week uh, coinciding with 19 so quickly. So have a listen. Lots of tips, lots of discussion points for us to discuss today. So I think there's going to be a lot of movements in your mini leagues. um, And this is an opportunity for you, those, those that are listening, to move some serious volume up that line and get Green Arrows going. 100%,
1: 100%, yeah. This, uh, as much as uh, picking the right players does help, uh, strategy is, I think, far more important. However, if you get a double seller blank or a double son blank, this this is possibly a period that could, could land up hurting you quite badly. However, if you are playing FPL and you haven't joined the Pods Bragging League, the league remains open, free-to-play, free-entry, bragging rights are up for grab, code 67VIZZ. Andres, uh, before, we, before we go on, I just want to go on last week's top performers. Christopher Fenter coming in with 88 points. It pushes up him up to 988. And I think the average was 50, 56 or something like that, or 54. What was it? Uh, 54 later. 54, yeah. So that, uh, that's a 30, 34 points above average. Pumlani comes in with 75 points. Another smashing week. He's uh, up to 1,040 points. Uh, Navs moodley uh, 74 points. He's up to 995. Nick Curry, he, he does tend to feature quite a bit in the top performers. I wonder what happens to him in the weeks where he doesn't top perform, but he was in with 73 points. And then Harry Baldock with big dyke energy on 72, pushing him up to 1,023 points. Okay, so then just, just about the league overall looking, uh, Lloydy's Legend is still on top of our league. He got 44 points. It wasn't the greatest weekend for him. Um, he's now up to 1, 000, uh, and 37 points, and then I think that has dropped him to 662 in the world, so uh, few would have expected the dismal Liverpool outing, so I think that hurts him quite a bit, but yes man, there's a a long way to go, so head down, you know, 2021, we aren't even halfway through the season yet, Uh, Pumlani, he pushed in, like I said, with 75 points, up to 1,040, he's back into second position, he moved up 30k in places, he's now up to 137,617th position, and then the next four people that I mentioned are separated by two points. Big Dyke Energy, Harry Bulldog uh, on the 1023. Uh, Fumu is back. And I don't know if you know who, who's that. Is that you, Andreas? Is that the highest position you've been in our pod this season so far?
0: Absolutely, it's Leighton, um, but onwards and upwards for me.
1: <laughs> nice. Strategy's
0: starting to kick in. The money's there. And with the chips I'm using this week, uh, those three above should be very, very worried.
1: Okay, yeah, you're on a thousand and twenty-three points. And a man who's hunting you down, who has got a lot of interest in wanting to beat you, uh, Carl who was on the show last week, a thousand and twenty-two points. And then just behind him, the person who has dropped, Mario Caldera, he had forty-eight, so he's on one zero two one. So the those two points, uh those yeah from one uh it's two points, three points, two points, three points. Uh three points from one zero two three to one zero two one. Um, obviously, that uh, that is now one hundred and sixty thousand positions cover those you know, on the overall. So that's quite crazy. Things are pretty tight on top. So yeah, watch your backs. And Andres is on his way up. Well, at least that's what he says. So again, like I said, not even halfway through the season. We're well, almost halfway through the season. So lots of time to change your for- your fortunes. And I think you mentioned it to me, Andres. The, the idea isn't to try to make all the points up in one week. If you can get that four and the six and a, and a eight points here and there, those things total up at the end, and that makes a difference in the end, massive difference in the end, case yeah. point.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Leighton. So I said it about four or five weeks ago and I've climbed in every single one of my many leagues, actually climbed quite nicely up in, um, in the world as well. I think i have up in 250 odd thousand now mm. uh, when I was in 2 million for a long period. But it's just about those keeping to your strategy and I think listening to myself keeping players for a prolonged period of time and playing the fixtures. And I think... No no better time right now than game week 18 to 24 to play the fixtures. I think you hit the nail on the head when you started the show. Strategy for the next two weeks is actually more important than the best players.
1: Mm. The yeah, best you said, and you and need and to, to set, set yourself up going forward, though. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, let's talk about that. I mean, strategies, if you have your free hits still, and I don't think you have yours, but I have mine, though. Um, yeah. Would this be, if you had all three chips, is this a free hit weekend? So, so, later.
0: So later no, I can't cry about playing my free hit. I must be honest with you, again, I, I took strategy all the time, so I even checked that week that I played my free hit. My mm. team got uh, up with 25 points more than my normal team would have got, which kept me in contact with the rest of the people. So, I'm quite happy that I played at the time I did. I would have had like 25 points and I got 50 playing the free hit. So, not great rewards, but... I don't know so much, and I'm not just saying it because I played it. I am doing something very, very interesting, which I'll, I'll share with the guys as we go into this week. I'm actually using the wild card this week so that I can activate the bench boost next week. Okay. So that is why I say if you use the if you use the free hit this week, you mm. cannot use the uh, the wild card and bench boost next week. You've got to use one or the other, yeah. and I think that is going to catch a lot of people out. A lot of people are going to activate their wildcard next week and in such a good fixture run only be able to play eleven players or play a bench boost uh, if if they got it right and do it doing minus four minus points.
1: I've got a question for you. Can you only play one chip on a weekend? Or is yeah, it possible absolutely. to play your bench boost uh, and your triple captain at the same no, time? No, you can't. That, sure. that, is,
0: that is why people get caught out because there's a lot of people um, that will probably be thinking that they're going to use their free hit this week, activate the wild card, and play the bench boost only to find out that they can't play the bench boost
1: anymore. Okay, so guys, you've heard it, Joe. Yeah. If you're a rookie like me, uh, you can only get one at a time. Eh? So it's no, it's no more varsity rule. so so just one at a time okay cool so yeah this week i'll be hitting free heat uh, free hits and then i'll be following that up next week with uh, the bench boost but i'll be taking some hits next week but we'll talk about that in well the next game week i'll be talking about that in the next show why i'm choosing to rather take the hits and the bench boost over a wild card just just
0: mm. to quickly add one more thing on the free hit if you have your free hit not a bad move at all because most people there are double game weeks coming up into game mm. week 30, 32, 34, somewhere there. So you can use the wild card and bench boost combination later on. Mm. Um, I'm actually just trying to be opportunistic yeah, and, and take it and catch people that are above me and use it as a differential because I think if I can use my if I can use my bench boost now and get that 30 point jump on them now, mm. then I can go minus twenty later in the in the year if I've caught up. That's the way I think about it.
1: How how important when you look at something like this is is it to play conservative over the next two weeks or do you play for a differential player?
0: So- so I've got some big hitters. I mean, it's changed. Just We're going to go on the show now when mm. we talk about the fixture, the Spurs, Fynnum fixture. It's changed everything for me. But no, I've set it up with um, about six big hitters and, and, and ten and nine players that are very, very good players for their team, just making sure that I'm set up. So at the, at the moment, Leighton, I'm set up to have 11 players playing this week mm. and one on the bench in case uh, one gets injured and something happens there. And then I think 13 or 14 double game weeks with I've picked a fixture that looks inviting for a one game fixture that I've kept one player in. Um, okay. And I'll decide if I'm going to do a minus four next week for that.
1: Okay. So back back to the question though. And uh, what I'm saying is, do you pick a player that would possibly have a double game week or that is having a double game week, but might or might not start like, um, and I'm not sure, and I'd have to check in what's happening at uh, Man City. But I know Serge Aguero is coming back in, and he's at two percent ownership. No, Do you he's target? Out
0: put- Sorry, he's out. He's he? got um, he's uh, he was in contact with someone that had COVID, oh. so he's got a rest now. So he's uh, that's why he was absent the other day. But I hear your thoughts process yeah. because I've been mailing on like Cavani. Yes. not name, if he's a or not what a great. He, he's he's he a little play.
1: bit. Uh, I don't know if he'll play if he, he stays off his Instagram. I think it is. He, yeah, he can so play football. Uh,
0: but but Solskjaer did say they missed him against mm. the city in the city game. So does he play? But but there's also food for thought for picking the fixtures, the double game fixtures. Like yes. for instance, what good is it to have two Burnley players per se, and they play Liverpool and Man United over that period of three yeah. games?
1: I'll, so I've there, got, got the three West Ham players. Eh?
0: Well, so do I. Okay, you
1: know. yeah, it's a good, cho- it's a good, it's an excellent choice, Andreas. Um, and you got that tip for me. <laughs>
0: So let's. I think let's get into it with the fixtures, yeah. and then we can maybe we'll, we'll maybe tell the, the the listeners out there our, our thinking. It's not right, it's not correct, but maybe they get some pointers that might work for them.
1: Sure. Okay. So yeah, before we get into the game, we, just as Andreas has alluded to, we have confirmation: Villa Spurs will be rescheduled for a later date, which then has been replaced by. Uh, Spurs-Fulham, obviously Spurs at home on Wednesday night now. So if you were originally looking to avoid the uh, Villa-Spurs game because of obviously two quality signs with the potential of low gains, Spurs versus Fulham is probably the fixture out of now the short game week that you obviously want to attack hard where you can then. And then obviously the Fulham game, which was scheduled for Friday night, although being the next game week is still the next game week, has been moved to Saturday. Okay, Andres, we've got six so, so just, games this week. Just mm. quickly
0: on that one, what you just said about the Spurs-Fulham game, which is the most attractive now. So I've gone from being anti-risk and took out all the Aston Villa and Spurs players out of my team, thinking none mm. of them are going to play and then if the Spurs don't have a double game week the next week, to seeing this fixture come on there thinking, how do I not go with Son or Harry Kane?
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's almost a no-brainer right now.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, food for thought for everyone out there, but um, get some spurs in. But but the nice thing, and I know we're going to do it on the fixtures, the nice thing with that fixture, by the way, is I was looking at some Fulham players uh, to get a stronger team because they play double next week. So oh, yeah. this allows me to do that a little bit earlier, which is quite nice, and, and get you some money. So we'll talk as we get to that game, though.
1: Excellent. Okay, so six uh, six games this game week. Sixteen games of the following game week. Um, like a, like you and I both said, you know, I do foresee a rather large shuffle within the next week, especially in rankings where everyone is. And strategy obviously is front and center uh, to get ahead. Yeah, but yes, picking up potentially picking up the differential player or one or two of the differential players for the week might see gains that uh, that are unheard of. Okay, so starting off the game game week. On Tuesday night, uh, we've got Sheffield United versus Newcastle. Now, uh, Sheffield have had the worst start in Premier League history now. I I believe they now hold that record solely. Um, They've managed to get two whole points in 17 games. They are playing at home. Is there a change there for them Newcastle have had a very poor run I think the last five games Newcastle have lost three and drawn two so they've gone lost draw lost draw lost. so uh, if they're in line for another draw I'm not too sure so how do you how do you see that going
0: so, bear in mind, all my talking around this is going to be this game week and next week for the listeners out there, so you can start planning. So, this is a game we don't even have to worry about this week because neither side uh, shows a great um, goal going forward that they can score two or three, and neither of them play a double fixture next week. So, uh, with Newcastle playing 120 minutes against Arsenal this could be Sheffield United more than doubling their points and getting to five points who knows no, but he's... I don't see many I don't see many goals in this game if anything I said going either way 1-0 so uh, that's as as exciting as that game's going to be so do I have any Sheffield United and Newcastle players even as facilitators
1: No Egg, no. no Okay <laughs> but uh, look you know I want I do want to give uh fair due to uh, to the supporters of uh, Sheffield United and Newcastle I actually don't know a Sheffield United supporter. I know a few Newcastle supporters um but there's there's never a very big expectation for them but yeah it what you have said there who would have thought 17 games in and you're you're going to play the next match and for the first time in a long time you're thinking yes if I win this game I can more than double our uh, double the points for us uh, the whole season so far it's yeah, absolutely. It's, it's madness um yeah so the uh, Newcastle have nine times more points uh, than Sheffield. <laughs> and they're down in 15th. So, yes, I, I do think, uh, I mean, if you, if, you're, don't, if you have played your chips already and you have a Callum Wilson in your side, you know, it, it's, don't go ship him out now you for, need. you know, you, there will be, unless you can find value in another cheap forward that's going to be having a good uh, a good run for the next two weeks, um, for the next two game weeks, possibly getting in two, if not three games, then that would be the only uh, reason why to take uh, a person out there. But however, if you are if you do have Newcastle defenders in there as well, I don't see Sheffield United scoring against Newcastle either. Um, I don't I don't see them breaking Newcastle down. So for that very reason, I do have Newcastle in as a one nil. Winner. I think they walk away with uh, with the one and get their first victory in in quite some time. Okay, Andreas. Next game, Burnley Man United. Man United obviously go from that game into two uh, games in the next game week. Burnley have been quite resolute at home, but Man United do play obviously Burnley, They also play Liverpool in that same period. Yeah. And then I think who do they have as their their other other fixture for the Burnley's
0: earth? other fixture is West Ham.
1: No, no, no. Um, for Man United,
0: Man United are the fixture. In Liverpool is the one fixture, and Fulham is the second.
1: Fulham is the second, fixture. so that's obviously where you, where I believe, you know, you'd get the value out of Man United because again, Burnley are pretty tight at home. They, they have, they have looked to been changing their fortunes of late, so they've been a little bit more resolute uh, in defence. Although, I mean, yep. Not, not every game goes their way, for sure. And, you know, they, they have conceded a fair amount of goals as well in the season. But, so so
0: mm. let's, let's talk this fixture alluding into the double gaming for both these teams. So so Burnley-Man United is interesting because, as you, you've you said, Burnley have improved at the back. They've got to the old south where they're keeping clean sheets and they're keeping it tight. They, they're barely conceding a goal in most games now. So the last five, six games, I think they've only conceded two goals once. So... And I've actually, there's good facilitators in that Burnley side. So, for instance, I've got Peters in, now that Taylor's been injured. I put him as a facilitator a couple of weeks back, and then their game was called off at 4.3. So, I looked at Burnley as one of the teams. So, 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 my anomaly with Burnley and Man United in next week is my bias towards Liverpool and the thinking of them coming right. So, Liverpool play Man United and they play Burnley. And I see Liverpool winning both those games. So in in that essence, if I were to put defenders from these two teams, I actually am only banking on them to have a clean sheet in one of the games. So so is it a good move? However, on the Man United front, um, before... When I heard Aston Villa and Spurs was called off, I had Son in. And for this double game fixture, I've already got Britta Fernandes. I thought of getting Rashford as well. So going big on mm-hmm. attacking walls for them. So those two players yeah. for Man United. I'm still thinking of actually doing that later because I still see them scoring goals against Liverpool and they and they all score goals against Fulham and yeah. quite possibly Burnley. So Man United, as much as it pains me to say, playing to go top of the league, they will go to Burnley with an incentive to make that happen For and sure. going into a fixture again at Anfield and then with Fulham. So United players should be on your radar. one uh, Bissaka as a defender. If you know oh. he's going to play, even uh, Maguire. And um, if you wanted to take a punt, if you thought he was going to start both games, because he takes corners and free kicks as well, Luke Shaw is a, is okay. a punt at 4.8 million. So right now if I activate my wild card after this, I will probably get Rashford and Bruno Fernandes in yep, my side. But
1: that's pretty much like a Kane-Son thing for, for Man United. It, you kind of think that if you are seeing the goals come in for United, you assume uh, Rashford and Fernandes are involved in one way or another. So that doesn't look like that's going to change. Um, so, yeah, so I, I, do, I do also think, man, <laughs> that it is prime for United to, to, to take the victory. To, to, uh, to get to the top of the log, you know, I mean, who would have thought it after all kinds of discussions when we're very confused about what was happening? You know, every United supporter can uh, kind of stand and point fingers and laugh at everyone else. I don't know how long it would last.
0: Um, yeah, absolutely, and, and kudos to them, you know, yeah. them. well done to them, and uh, I will say, you know, they've thoroughly deserved that. Solz, uh, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, he sat back, he said that they're going to get better, they have got better, can they sustain it, I don't know, but that is uh, that is my opinion, they're obviously showing me different. and one thing is, I, I predict predicting Man United to win the game 2-1 uh, against Burnley, however, this is a game Burnley likes, <laughs> when United coming to them they've, they've they've played nicely against United in the past so mm. that is my hope but um, I'm, I'm taking head over here and thinking United will win comfortably
1: okay um, I, I think it's uh, w- although comfortable won't be the word I'm looking for I do believe United will win it they would win it probably most likely by the odd goal uh, and it will most likely be a penalty. I mean, there's enough uh, there's a there's enough cause for reason for to believe something like that probably would could and should happen <laughs> in the United game, but yes, one Bissaka coming from from the defense bringing those balls in, I think that's obviously what they're going to be relying on. And if Ke- uh, Cavani does start, um, they do have a target man. Is he is he eligible for this game?
0: He is not, He's served his three game ban, so. I want you to talk differentials in this game. Hmm. In this game, if you're looking at this game in the next two, hoping that Burnley do something against West Ham, Chris Wood up top at six point two million, or or Peters at the back, or me for that matter, on a United front is a great differential if you have the co-owners to do it. Martial or Cavani. My my thinking is they both gonna get ninety minutes and then come on and off the bench in the other game. Okay. But um so Rashford and and Bruno Fernandez will be the safe bets, but if you're trying to pack your midfielders with some Liverpool players and Spurs mm-hmm. players as well, that could be a good attacking play.
1: Yeah, again, I, and this is why it's been it's been plaguing me, and I've I've held off on pulling the trigger on anything yet so far, purely because I haven't decided do I do I play the Maverick choices and play the differentials and and hope for something to come through, or do I play the Fernandez Rashford? Kind of combination um, Obviously with United playing Three games in the next two game weeks So, yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah, Leighton, so. when, when I use a wild card, And most people that have played this game for years You activate the minute the last game week Ends, but with this year and COVID, mm-hmm. the only reason I've left it to the Last minute, and thankfully so, is because of the Aston Villa Spurs type stuff, so I don't even know if it's going to work for me because I could activate the next week. Those 16 games could be 12 games. And, uh, and then it's actually a bit of a dud. Um, um, uh, wild card but hey that's what you got to do you can't keep them forever and hope that it's going to be that way COVID's yet to stay so I'm playing it as I hope COVID's not yet to stay (laughs) well in the in the short term for the Premier League yeah for sure
1: yeah no it does play a major a major factor in that. I know they were talking about um, they wanted uh, the players to be vaccinated first and then they were complaining that players shouldn't be vaccinated first; it should go to the people that need it first. And you know, you know what people are like—they've got everyone's got something to complain about at some point in time. So it can never satisfy everybody all the time. Uh, talking about never satisfying everybody all the time. Um, Wolves—they—they uh, they are at home to Everton. They—they they seem to look. It looks like it looks like they're they're on the cusp of coming right. And then their their results do not reflect that at all. I mean, the the last four games have been uh, lost, draw, lost, draw, and they're playing against Everton, who who they they themselves are coming off a loss, but they they did win, I think, four or five games in a row prior to that.
0: Yeah, I, I agree with you. Actually, the performances for Wolves, they've, they've almost started to play better now, again, without Jimenez there. They've actually found a way to play now in the yeah. last four games. And, and I think the performances have actually warranted more. So, I mean, Neto has stepped up. Uh, Pedence has played nicely. He's been off mm. the last game. And and Traore, and they talked him up nicely in the cup game. He played a spectacular game. It's called a cracking goal. Yeah. And I think he's primed, he's primed to start a few games now. So I'm actually tipping Wolves to win this game against Everton. And uh, it's one of the teams with Neto he could easily get a goal assist combination, get you double digits in a game week and then they on to West Brom. So if you if you don't have money to fill up your whole team with uh with double game week players and you're playing a free hit, mm. if you're playing a free hit for this week, I'd definitely look at getting Sice in and Neto. Yeah. I think they're a a combination that you definitely look at have to look at having in your team.
1: Yeah, for sure. And look, I mean uh well, okay, Odama. Obviously, like you're saying, he ha- he looks like he's coming into some form. There's a little bit more confidence in there. And to to add to the the pressure of Everton having to travel to Wolves, we have confirmation that uh, Calvert Lewin is out of this game week. Uh, hamstring I injury. I, didn't know I that. think so. Yeah. Ah, good, no good. Yeah, so he he definitely won't be playing. Um, which which is now again restricting the, the Everton attack, but or, or the possibility it might open it up because now they no longer have a single target man. They're going to have to work the ball uh, into different areas, which will obviously change the way that Wolves do approach the game. Another player for Wolves that you know, has the potential to come off uh, is, is a young man, um, that uh, Fabio Silva. At $5.2 million up front, uh, you know if you if 're looking for a third striker, especially if you 're trying to plan, then also this is going into next game week um, for if you do want to play a bench boost, you know he 's going to start now for wolves he 's going to get do you, the minute. to you I think so the bench are back.
0: I don't know, when Perens was 50 He wasn't starting, he was playing him up front It's a false nine, so Nathan When you're playing free hits, make sure you get 90 minute players Or guaranteed starters mm. So um, I- I'd stay away from that move I would keep towards the Neto Traore move um, But if you think he's going to start 5.2 million, he's, yeah, he's I'm due looking a Yeah,
1: I'm looking for a guy with uh, that costs Very little, that will From a bench boost kind of perspective If you want to fill up your bench with cheap players that potentially, like you're saying, can come off the bench, get a couple of minutes. Because even if he shows face, he gets a point, and then you can double that
0: with your yeah, bench. Yeah, but if you're playing your bench, push, surely you can get players that you think are going to get points, yeah. which we'll get to, and we get to some of the other games. That's um, he's a facilitator. If he's going to get you two points, is that really what you want to use your bench push to get two points? You you want to get like nine points or seven yeah. points from someone on the bench there. So, uh, and to your point wouldn't you rather have a Troy or Neta on your bench then if you're going to use the bench boost?
1: Yeah, for sure, for at, sure. At six million but I'm, I'm talking points. about in positions, you know, for forwards. Let's say yeah. you've picked up two uh, ec- exceptional forwards and you've got very limited funds. Obviously, then you know you can play the balanced approach and then go for no one spectacular, or you can look at an approach where um, you're going to go for strong players and then just cheap, cheap, cheap players to take up the rest of the positions. Yes.
0: This- there's method to your madness, but more madness.
1: Yeah, well, it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of my thing for at least for now. I've, I've got to try things because you know you don't learn until you bang your own head. Um, talking about banging their own heads, Man City this season, um, they're they're going to go. They're they're playing at home to Brighton, who is the team that could probably look at the season so far and go, you know. Where has it gone wrong? Why can't we... They can't, I don't think they can buy a victory anymore. I think it's, it's that bad for them.
0: So, so unfortunately, Leighton, all that was said and done, I think we predicted our predictions early in the season and I said this would be a, still, in my opinion, a 2 horse race and I'm sticking with that at liverpool Man City. Unfortunately, by Wednesday, the 20th of January, City will be top of the table. Okay. Which is sad for me to say they would have won three games by then and they would have been... An Clips dust and caught up their games in hand. So Man City Brighton, and Man City looks like they're getting their swagger back. Mm. And this is a game I'd like us to sit on because I think this is where everyone is planning around their, their free hit bench boost the City players finally because they've started to score goals and they're in form and mm. they're keeping clean sheets and it's 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 actually made a bit of an anomaly for people. They don't know if you go with two city defenders, do you go attacking players? What do you do here? Because I see a lot of people are, are wanting to double up on Diaz and Cancelo. And get I don't either. see that,
1: man. I just, I don't understand it. Yeah, we're, um, I know uh, Jeremy spoke about ceilings a whole bunch of the time. What do you get out of a, a city defender um, for... When you're there, when it's a game week where you think they can attack, what, what is the defender going to get you?
0: So, so I agree with you, but I will tell you, Cancelo for me is not a defender. He plays in midfield. He has been anything but unfortunate to not have a few assists in the last few games. Mm. So I think he's the one differential that I'd go for. There, I've got him in my side, and I've taken an approach where I am going to have three City players. So I've gone, I've oh. gone, um, I've, got, uh, Kinsella, I've got De I've got and I am banking on. I haven't hit it yet. Good I'm going to actually put. Gundogan in my side. I'm <laughs> putting him in for a <laughs> yeah. so, and, and that's only because he is playing in in that role behind the strikers. And 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 Pep Guardiola has said many times in the interviews in the last few weeks that when a person does the job well, he doesn't want to change it. Hmm. So if Gundogan's doing that and scoring gold, I think to have him at six million less than Sterling adds up so much value for me and allows me to get a different strike in. So for I've sure. gone the approach of having just one of the City guys, of course, we'll talk West Ham. I've gone double up with West Ham in defence, mm. actually. So I, I've actually got it right now to have Gundogan, De Bruyne and Cancelo. Uh, and De Bruyne is my captain for this week. Okay. It has changed possibly with the Spurs fixture. Mm. But um, I think I'm going to stick with it.
1: Well, going into this week, uh, Andreas, apparently you and I are going to get the same points. Cause I myself have the Cancelo, De Bruyne and Gundogan in. I was con- contemplating dropping the De Bruyne.
0: So any, how can do you, how do you doing dropping the Bruyne when you see the fixture that he's got then He's got Crystal Palace and Aston Villa at home in a double game week. He is a prime captain uh, mm. pick, actually, and he will probably play up front this week. I don't see him playing both games 180 minutes in the double game week, but I will, he will play about 150-odd minutes, which is, is fine. Um, the, the reason I went Gunder one, by the way, Leighton is I've actually right now kept Salah in my team because of the a Man United-Burnley double-up for Liverpool. And I think that's where a lot of people are going to come unstuck if they do use the wild card. Yeah. They're going to get rid of Liverpool players now and they not know how to get them back.
1: Yeah, because obviously, I mean, the price I would have paid and the price I didn't sell, that's, this is the reason why I'm playing the free hit so I can keep my seller uh, still in my side. I, look, I know, I know. We spoke about it, um, and you say Sir, Serge Agüero is is obviously ruled out until the twentieth, which was unfortunate. But I'm saying, so that was the person I dropped De Bruyne for, or I was contemplating dropping De Bruyne for in my drafts that I have put in for the week. But obviously, with that change over there, uh, it might as well go straight back to De Bruyne. There's no reason for me to keep the Agüero.
0: So, so you can't have them all. Those that are looking for a differential, mm. if you've just got to go and look at some of the interviews from this week, the way he played. Pep has spoken that Foden is primed um, to to take advantage now. It's kind of said that left midfield role is he's to lose now with the way he's been playing in the last few games. So if that's anything to go by, um, Foden at 6.2 could also be a very good differential. He's definitely more of an attacking return to Gundogan. I go Gundogan because he could be on set pieces. He's got more opportunity of playing right now, the way they're playing, the formation they're playing, and he Mm -hmm. frees up that money. I actually... Don't even mind if he, if he only plays 90 in the one game and 30 in the next, or 60-60. I'll take it, actually, because of the fixtures. And mm. I see City scoring at least three against Brighton.
1: Yeah. Well, look, uh, you then again, both of them, both Foden and again I think against 2.2% percentage ownership, Foden at 5.2. There is value there. And again, like you said, it's a great game week to attack um, because, again, Brighton, who haven't given away many chances they do concede a fair amount of goals for the chances, the few chances that they do give away. So um, does, does City keep a clean sheet? Do you go everything out, all out attacking with Man City? Uh, I think they
0: keep at least two clean sheets in these three games. That's okay. why people aren't, aren't mad to go. But I do, think, I do think they score six to eight goals in the three games. Mm. So if you pick the right attacking players, they definitely outscore um, the defender. So that is why I'm going that route. I'll always, like you said, it's actually silly to think of that City attacking lineup, midfielders and strikers, to think I'm going to put two defenders from City yeah. in that side.
1: Yeah, so um, in in terms of cost-wise, I mean, if you just look at that, Andres, you pull in De Bruyne, you pull in Foden, and you pull in Gundogan. You, you've got uh, which costs you very little. You've got three outlets of points, which the holes there can be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. Um, anything for Brighton in there? Do You you, you, you don't think they penetrate that City defence at all?
0: It depends how they start, Leighton, but, I mean, you don't know if, uh, Lam- if Lamptey was... Uh, was- was fit and we knew he was starting he'd be such a good outlet for them where, when Kinsella was attacking going forward or the left back was attacking going forward the whole time so uh, I just feel that um, they're running out of a bit of energy they played a tough FA Cup game last night they went through in penalties so 120 minutes again you know for Brighton so um, do they have the legs City are finding their groove I don't think it's a nice time to play City right now they've come off some very good results and mm. they have looked like they've got their swagger back so um, no unfortunately not Brighton have been good. Good, but
1: everything's going to go right for them to win this game. Yeah, and just don't see that happening for Brighton. I, I was just hoping to, uh, the more of the the thought about uh, obviously Brighton just penetrating that defense to at least get a goal. Maybe a goal in there. And uh it's difficult to see if that will come uh as well like you're saying City are finding the groove though on the back of three three wins in a row. I think it's only Arsenal that have got three wins in a row currently right now so the two teams in form. Um
0: but you're off. Did you think we, did you think a few weeks ago we'd be saying that on the show?
1: Yes man. I when when Arsenal when Arteta put down the put down the 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 challenge or he said, you know, their season starts on the uh the cup game against Chelsea and they got the win there man. They are riding that uh, wave of momentum and you, and Saka being such a good choice to bring into your team, you know, to bring him in just, you know, there is you can't see. I know. I know. It's the last game, and we'll get to it. Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. You can't see Arsenal dropping points there either. But yeah. So next. So obviously, it's another home team. Uh, so City against Brighton. City are at home. You, you know, you're going to get points there. The next team at home now, which new to the fixture list, Spurs versus Fulham. How do you not put three Spurs attacking players so in that team as well?
0: I'm. I'm really unhappy uh, with the PFA now. And putting this fixture in there, I mean, I thought I'd had it worked out, had my wild card sorted, see this fixture out there. I said, what are you guys doing to me and fantasy league managers? So I
1: actually... Oh, it's great for me, though. So thank you very much to the PFA. With
0: with Aston Villa and Spurs as the fixture, I actually tipped Villa to get something from that game. And I kind of made them like 50-50 in that game. So this now with Spurs-Fulham and predicting the fixture and the result, i make Spurs like an 80-20 favourite. So... Two trains of thought here, Leighton.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I'm banking on hopefully City outscoring Spurs here just purely because I'm not going to load my team with Spurs players. I'll have to try and get Son, keep Son or get Kane in for this fixture and then swap them out next week. The possible move that I'm going to make is possibly keep Son and keep the money in the bank to get Salah in the next week. And the Mm -hmm. reason I say that is... Because I don't like their fixture next week, Sheffield United away. I see them winning that game, but I don't see them scoring a ton of goals. And I'd rather have, at that price, I would rather have a Rashford, Salah, uh, Sterling, now uh, playing two games versus uh, Watson. So all it's going to do for me is, if I have to think about it, if I get Kane and Son, it means I'm going to have to do a minus four, minus eight. So whatever points they get this week for me, I take all four next week anyway, so it's that kind of thought process behind me. What this what this game has done for me though
1: yeah.
0: is it's actually I, I quite like the look of that Fulham side just to have a player in there to make up some money. That, and and I've looked at actually shipping Martinez for Ariola because he's four point five and he plays three games, and just even for the saves that he might have to make in these three games because he plays three very tough fixtures. So it could bomb out totally, because he could concede 12 goals, but it could go very, very well in terms of just getting shot saves. And if one of them, they get a miracle clean sheet, he'll get some nice points, and he's, he's a good facilitator on your bench.
1: Yeah, oh, what was about the the method in madness and more madness?
0: As a goalkeeper, hey, remember, goalkeeper is the one place where you can put the madness because if Spurs go haywire, so Spurs could win the game two 0 and he makes eight saves, he still walks away with five points.
1: And if, if Spurs wins the game five 0
0: yeah, then then it doesn't work. Anyway, I'm just I'm just saying for those that need mm. a goalkeeper that's going to play. If you are using your thing And then you've got a goalkeeper For the next uh, Next week That plays two games On your bench yeah. So uh, That's something to look at So Spurs all the way Yeah
1: um, I have a question I have a question I have a question I, I do And I don't obviously. think
0: By the way What you said oh. Kripp, just, Sorry about three
1: Attacking players
0: I think If uh, Eric Dyer, If you knew Regalong was going to play To put him in But They're they, they good for a clean sheet Yeah as well Spurs mm. um, Quite comfortably I'd imagine So I think the same old trio, you, you cannot go wrong with Kane and Son. Mm. The only thing that makes Kane and Son an anomaly in this game is there is going to be a game week where either one of them, you captain the one and the other one gets the points. That is yeah. going to happen sooner or later. That is why I'm sticking more with the De Bruyne because I think like you could get Kane and Son in this game and then Son goes and gets two goals and Kane gets nothing or mm. the other way
1: around. But the, you, you can see them assisting each other. Well, that's that's pretty much been their their thing all season. I do have a question, Andres, and I know I'm I'm hopping a whole game week ahead. I still have uh, McCarthy on my bench because I have Leno as my keeper. Um, does does McCarthy come back next week? Do you think he plays.
0: I would say yes, but the but Houtenau, the way he played against Liverpool faster and 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 um, kept that defense going the way they played in the FA Cup too. I don't know if he just changes it or he goes with the momentum and says you're having a good run and gives him an extra game and then actually just brings McCarthy in for the second game. So um, that is one that is, is, is worrying me because I have McCarthy too and that is the only reason I thought that this helps me get the Fulham going. Remember Leighton, it's also it's also a money game for me. If I get rid of McCarthy and get in the Fulham to keep Areola, I get point one. It might sound like a little, but that point one could be the facilitator to get in Salah back and getting that, the extra big hits and then then I have to weigh up does McCarthy's points versus Areola's points uh, help justify Salah versus um, a 10 million midfielder? Yeah, uh, That is the, the other way of looking at it. So, sure. um, And I think, I think I'm think i going to go that risk. So um, I, I really think I'm going to go that risk. I had it on Melier this whole week, mm. uh, the Leeds defender, but this allows me to have another cheap uh, goalkeeper and keep maybe Aliofsky in my defence so that I still have my Leeds cover for their two fixtures. For
1: sure. Okay, so uh, suppose by how many, though?
0: So that's the only reason I'm not going big here. I'm saying Spurs by three, but City by four, at least. Okay. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm right, but I hope Fulham actually pitch up and it's part two.
1: Okay. Um, I, I do I do foresee uh, Spurs being fresh and ready. And, I mean, obviously they, they want to obviously right their own little bit uh, of wrongs that they've... Uh, had and then follow up. Obviously, lost uh, the last win with uh, another back-to-back win, and I see I see them going off getting some goals here as well. And, and it wouldn't surprise me if they land up with five or six. To be totally wow. honest with you, okay. I think. Uh,
0: so you think I'm wrong in not having two Spurs players there?
1: I can't, man. I was looking at three, man, and yeah, probably the uh, yeah, Sun and Kane. Okay. Those, those just to say
0: that that's where you guys are fortunate. Those that have the free hit, why not? Yeah. Because, you know, you revert back and you've got your full teams. So for those using a wild card, you, to put three players in that play and away one fixture next week mm. versus really big hitters that play two at home, mm. uh, just wouldn't make sense.
1: Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I 100% agree with you. I'm playing because I'm playing my free hit. I'm focusing on, on points players for this week. And... and mm?
0: And that's a very interesting point, what I was trying to say, playing the strategy, is I know that's going to happen with a lot of the guys in my mini-leagues, that they're going to have three Spurs players, and then for like 10 minutes I'm going to panic. But then I'm going to remember the next week I'm going to have all my players that are playing. So whoever comes out on top over those three or four game weeks actually won
1: the little war. Yeah, for sure. it it is. uh, I do look at it... um, when I was I was actually talking to Jeremy about this. I, I do go from this game week to the 16 games next week, and then to obviously the the game week that follows that. Because obviously whatever I'm doing for my bench boost week, I have to make sure I've still got cover going into the week that follows that. And that's why I'm liking West Ham. That's why I'll be uh, focusing a lot of my players um, into to West Ham players next week. Right, ending off this game week, we have Arsenal versus Crystal Palace. And man, wow, what a change for Arsenal. huh? The Gunners, eh? Andreas is pulling his biceps, he's just been to the gym. Yeah, eh? he's, I've so. done it
0: for, no, I've just done that for the Gunner fans out out,
1: Gunners the,
0: out, eh? Um, 100% they've definitely come to the party. Mm. Um, they, they knew it was beach time, pool time, so Suns out, Guns out, three wins. Welcome back Gunners fans, welcome back Arsenal fans. Must be nice on Arsenal TV not to complain for a few weeks. Um, and good to see, you know, it's good to see that the owner stood by him. He said he had a philosophy, he had a thing. You can actually see it coming to fruition. Mm. Made some really, really big calls, dropping some big players and putting Smith Rowe in, putting Saka in. And you can see they just seem to have so much more balance. Saka, so,
1: dude. What? Well, what a man's uh, come to life. And uh, what's he here? He's 19, isn't he?
0: He's 19. Later, amazing. He he was my pick in the beginning of the podcast to say right. that he'd be the one of the young players of the season. Um, I think he's. You just said he's a big facilitator in this bench boost, double game free right. hit. Because even if you look at the next game, Newcastle, Arsenal are the one team where I'm quite content. To have a sucker or Emil Smith Rowe play one fixture because I can see them at the moment scoring a goal in mm. each of these two games. So, um, yeah, I Can that you that
1: see them awesome. conceding a goal in these next two games. No.
0: And yeah. that is why, that is why Tierney, Tierney is such a good option. Yeah. Not only because he's off 18 points, everyone will say that's the only reason we're looking at him. But if you looked at his previous 10 games, you could see it was coming. Mm. The man is class. He's. His actual set-piece delivery, I think I'm going to say it as a Liverpool fan, his, his delivery on the cross in the movement is actually better than Robinson's. And when he gets to that byline, he normally puts in a peachable ball uh, for those strikers. So Lacazette seems to be reading his play a bit more. They seem to have found um, playing down the left a lot more now. So he's getting the ball in, attacking areas more often than not. And um, he's just got an engine about him. So if you're looking at a team for this week that might be a good differential if you want to be ballsy, why not suck a captain?
1: Sure. it's quite possible. I've got, I've got one for you, Andres. Um, and he has lost so much value as season has gone by. When does it change for Bamiang?
0: Not yet, Leighton. I I still see him being benched in this game. Oh, really? Uh, Okay. Or coming, or coming off late. Um, I think he's made it clear that with form you can't drop like a Z. Now four goals in three games. For sure, Um, he's a good focal point for them. So he is a fantastic differential, eight point three by the way, for this week. I've got him in my current like mixes and changes that I'm playing around with, Mm. Um, and I'm choosing between him and Saka. But I like having heavy hitters in the midfield, so I might go that route now. So. It's uh, actually quite weird, Leighton We would have thought that we'd be spoiled for choice Thinking of which Arsenal players to put in Josie
1: Oh yeah For
0: we'll the next few weeks So um, for me, Arsenal to win this game 2-0 uh, Tierney to possibly get an assist And keep a clean sheet And Saka with a goal So so I, those are my two players that I'd go with
1: Okay, sure So uh, score line over there? 2-0 Two 0 to Arsenal. Yeah, I I, can't, I I don't differ from you on that. I do I do see something very much the same. Yes, um, I do have my obviously with me playing bench boost next week. I do have Leno in in my goals currently right now. I have McCarthy on yeah. the bench. Well, if he does eventually come off for Southampton, but playing hopefully he does. Then you know I'm getting the points for him playing. That's the that is my thought over there. But yes, Arsenal. Um, good to if you can get get on them right now before their players before really kick into high gear obviously to get that coin um, you know get the funds into the bank it's a good time
0: so for the listeners out there we've gone through these six games but food for thought for all of you now please this week because of the short turnaround time Go and look at those fixtures for next week already. What Leighton and I were trying to preempt you and talk about. And we're obviously going to talk about it more going into the next game week. So the next game show, definitely catch the show, whoever's on. The guys are going to give you some big points. Leighton is on to quite a few things. There are five very, very good fixtures there that if you're looking to move into a mini league, don't think of being scared to use your your wild card, I possibly have never used my second wild card before game week twenty eight thirty, mm. and I'm going to use it this year. And it could be a risk that pays off, it could end horribly wrong. But as soon as we finish this conversation and we finish recording, I'm activating it. Uh, I'll tell you, the listeners, that I'm activating it because I will be using my bench boost
1: next week. Okay, quick question, Andres, for the listeners: um, Who is have you committed to De Bruyne as captain?
0: I have not committed to him because of Son and Kane right now. Okay. But um the smart money for me is still De Bruyne because he he played very limited minutes in the FA Cup game and I think his form is right there playing up at striker. And if he can score a goal and assist away to Chelsea, I don't know what he can do at home to Brighton and over Albion.
1: Okay, so why not Saka? You did tip it as a differential.
0: I don't need differentials right now, Later. I'm quite high up there at the moment. Yeah. Um so so for me, I've got to think also of what the guys in my mini-leagues will be doing. Mm. And all the guys in my mini-leagues will possibly be going to a Kane, Son in, in thereabouts. And possibly Bruno Fernandes. We know he loves an away game.
1: That, you, you, you can't... I isn't he going to be like the furniture in your squad? He, not, he'd just put him in and you leave him there forever because you know.
0: 100%, but he could he be just, the new captain furniture away from him. He seems. I think he's got uh, double-digit hauls in five of his last six away games.
1: Possibly. Possibly. And this is
0: Burnley. This is the easiest one on paper for Man United yeah. over the last six or seven. So yeah. a lot of good captain choices out there, but uh, mine will come from the City and Spurs game, definitely.
1: Yeah. Look, I, I know, and I said, I think I said in one of the early podcasts, and I do believe I said it's from week 22, you, you get three City players into your squad from week 22 and you leave them there till the end of the season. It's kind of uh, something that I believe that I will be doing myself. You know, getting them in now in, over the next period isn't going to hurt either. So look, Andreas, listen, I wish you the most green arrows uh, for for this game week ahead. So good luck with that. Good luck with your wild card. And this is where you say, Leighton, I hope your free hit gets you double the points that you're going to get. And so thank you, Andreas, for wishing me those wonderful words.
0: I wish you... Just green, green, green arrows and <laughs> slightly,
1: slightly less points. You, you shut your face. Listen. You're never slightly less. You're one of those friends that, is like, that support you. They go like, listen, I want you to do well, just not better than me. What a dick. At least I'm honest. <laughs> Andreas, listen, uh, good luck for the game we cared. Listeners, good luck for the game we cared. Catch you on the other side. Cheers, cheers. Thank
0: you, Larry. Thank you, listeners.